So good morning to you. As we go into our series about the stories of Jesus Christ. But before I get started, I want you to do what I normally do when Andy's not here so that we can all go back and tell him something that was done. So I want everyone to reach out and touch somebody. Everyone needs to be touched. Everyone needs to be touched. Please, run, run, touch. Everybody be touched. Everybody's touched. Touch somebody. Amen. Everybody get touched. All right, now that we've touched, right, I want you to be able to tell Andy when he comes back at the 8 o'clock, 8.30 service, I want you to tell him, Andy, I was touched. Okay? All right, remember that. Andy, say it with me. I was what? Amen. Amen. So as we go into the series of the stories about Jesus, we are going today talk about the mustard seed. The mustard seed of faith. The scripture this morning I'll be reading from is from Matthew 13, verses 31 through 32. And it reads like this. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you yet again. We ask God that you come and let your word begin to move on your people. Come, God, and let your people see you and not me. Let them see more of you and none of me. Let them see you, God, and let them feel you and hear you. Cover us, Lord, so that we can focus on your word. Amen? So the mustard seed itself is a very, very tiny seed. It takes about 750 of them to make a single gram. There's 28 grams in an ounce. Thus, there's somewhat of 21,000 mustard seeds in an ounce. It is a very, very tiny seed. It produces a very, very large plant. Jesus used this image sometimes with us to teach us from a small thing comes something large. In this parable, Jesus talks about comparing the kingdom of God to a tiny mustard seed. Jesus uses this powerful illustration. While the mustard seed is not the smallest seed known to man, it was the smallest seed planted in the gardens in Jesus' days. So when we talk about the seed, the small mustard seed, the seed that as I was growing up, we would talk about the faith of a mustard seed. How small is this seed? How your faith, what little faith you can have, can be, do big things. Well, as I was preparing for this, it began to make me think about the steps of the mustard seed, just like the kingdom of God. In order for a mustard seed to grow, you need a sower, someone to plant the seed, someone to put the seed 
in the ground. The sower can sow the seed and see it sprout and grow, but the growth is beyond its comprehension and even grows but in itself the growth produces by the word of God. The seed is the word. It doesn't all occur at once, but one step at a time. First, the blade of the seed, then the head of the seed, then the full grain. But through such growth, the harvest eventually comes. So the kingdom grows gradually by virtue of God's word. Who is the sower? That would be us. The sower has to go and find something that is very important for the seed to grow. Good soil. But as a sower, we must begin to look at ourselves. Do we have the right heart, the right mindset to be one to plant the seed? There's something that has to happen when you begin to go find the right soil. Diane was talking with me before the sermon this morning. That's what you get when you talk to preachers before the sermon. You normally get put in the sermon. So, Diane, you're in the sermon now. She said to me that this weekend that she did a lot of yard work, her spring cleaning yard work. She cut the grass, she ate the grass, she did all these things, and then she got on a riding lawnmower. But I guess it was one thing as you were going through your good soil, because I assume that you and Jeff live on good soil, right? And as you were going through this and cutting the edges and riding the lawnmower, you saw something in the ground. Not just grass, but also weeds. So finding good soil to plant a seed, we must weed out the weeds so the grass can grow. Amen? Same thing with the mustard seed. We must make sure that we weed out the weeds so the mustard seed can grow. So the mustard seed can germinate. So it can get down into the ground, root itself, and begin to sprout. But it's something about the sore, which is us, that we have to understand. Just like we're planting the mustard seed, just like Jesus used the parable of planting this mustard seed and finding the good sore to do that, we have to make sure, as we are the sores, that we are good what? Ground. Amen? So what happens is that we begin to look at ourselves. Where are the weeds in my life? Oh, hello. Where are the weeds in my life that are stopping me from planting and rooting in me good seed? The weeds. And I know I'm not the only one, so I'm just going to talk about myself. I'm going to talk about my weeds that stop me from being able to be planted like a mustard seed to grow and be strong. The weeds. The things that happen in our daily lives. As much as I love my children, their calendars are the weeds. Because <laughs> we're always moving and going, and sometimes I don't have the time to come and plant myself 
in a space where I can spend time with the Lord to grow. What does a seed need? Seed needs water. It needs to be fed. It needs to be nurtured. It needs to be talked to. What do we need? We need water. We need food. We need to be talked to. We need to be nurtured. Just like what? The seed. But we have to be careful that we don't germinate the weed. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. Come on. Stay with me. All right? Because the weeds begin to be more important than the seed. Because we're running around taking care of weeds. I don't have time to get water today. I'm working. As much as I love my job and love Georgia Tech, it has been good to me and my family. But it's a weed. Because when I allow the job to stop me from coming to be here amongst the believers so that I can get fed, the weeds begin to creep in. When I allow myself to partake in things that keep me from the spirit of the Lord, the weeds begin to grow. I see more weed than I see seed. Amen? We good? You still touched? All right, we're going to keep it moving. So what happens? Now I'm looking for good ground. Good ground is now a place where we can go and get fed. Good ground is a place that will be able to take the fertilizer, watch this. The fertilizer in our case is the word. How much fertilizer does your grass need to become green, Diane? A lot. Say it again, a lot. So if grass needs a lot of fertilizer to grow and be green, hello, we need a lot of fertilizer to grow in our faith from a mustard seed to be strong, tall, and big. So someone say, Pastor Palmer, what is the fertilizer? It's the word of God. So the question is, how often do you fertilize yourself? Simple. How often do you take out, what's a good fertilizer, Diane? She hires somebody. Okay, so what's a good fertilizer that you need to throw on your grass? What's a good fertilizer that we need for ourselves? Well, it's the word. It has 66 ingredients. Oh, come on, somebody. That can help you sprout. 66 ingredients. You can go to either one of them at any time of the day, flip it open, and there go your fertilizer. It tells you about the running waters that you need for your life. To plant yourself near running waters so that the root can catch and grow. Fertilizer. It tells you about the sun and what the sun does and how the sun will help you sprout taller and taller as you can go. Fertilizer. It talks about Jesus Christ. The rain that will help you 
grow. So I ask you, where do you get the time to fertilize yourself? Or do we concentrate more and more on the weed? So we have to be sores. We have to be the ones to throw the seed out so the seed can catch, germinate, and spread like wildfire. That's the seed. That's the kingdom that the Lord is talking about from the mustard seed. The mustard seed is just not about faith. The mustard seed is about how you begin to build your faith. Because you start out small as a seed, but as the seed begins to germinate, as the seed begins to sprout, as your faith begins to get stronger and bolder, you can root yourself and stand stronger on the Word of God in your faith. Because now you are rooted into something called Jesus. These are the stories that Jesus tells. Jesus talks about the parable of the sore. He talks about the parable of the net. He tells us all these stories using something very simple so that we can see ourselves in it. Do you see yourself once as a seed, but now as a branch? We were all started by a seed. And from that seed, we had to grow. We had to be nurtured. We had to be nurtured by our mothers to bring us to where we are today. So I ask you today, are you a sore of seed or a connoisseur of the weed. I suggest that we're all sowers because that's what God calls us to do, to go and plant seed everywhere we go. Friday night, we got off work from the weed, my job. Now he came and picked me up, and then we went and had dinner. We had dinner, I'll tell you, we had dinner at Carrava's. We were sitting there, we were having this dinner, and the, the folks begin to pull the tables together for a big crowd to come and sit. And you know how you are. You're trying to have a nice little dinner with my wife, and then here they come pulling these big tables together. First thing come to my mind, oh, a whole bunch of people. Let's go ahead and eat so we can go. But I want you to see God in this story. And I thought this was very interesting as I was preparing for this sermon. So all these people came and sat down and there were four kids at the corner and me and Nally right here. First thing I thought, weed killer. <laughs> These kids are gonna be rowdy. These kids are gonna be talking. Me and Nally are not gonna be able to finish our meal. Let's rush, hurry up and go. Weed killer. The kids came and sat. They were very mannerable. They were very respectful. They were very kind. They were very quiet. 
they had the most impeccable manners of all. So then I went from weed killer to seed sore. Watch this. I can talk about it now because I'm in the church with all y'all and now they won't get on me. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, wow, look how great these kids are. And something said, and anytime some, I say something said, I know that's God. Dwayne, you ought to do something to sow a seed into them. But you have to be careful because these people's kids. And you can't talk to kids because people think that you're being the weed killer. Right? And so I said to Nellie, I said, Nellie, I want to pay for the kids' meals. Of course, Nellie looked at me and was like, you want to do what? <laughs> I said, I want to pay for the kids' meals. So I went, found the person that were helping them, and I said, I want to pay for their meals. <laughs> he looked at me and said, you want to pay for all of their meals? I said, no, I just want to pay for the four kids. Four kids, not the adults. I want to sow seed into them. And then I said, well, I don't only want to pay for their food, but I also want to pay for their dessert. Heck, I'm the seed sowing part, right? Because when you pay for the dessert, kids what? Sprout up, right? Like a tree. So I paid for it, I walked over to the table. I didn't even say anything to the kids. I went straight to the parents of the kids. I said, hey, how are you all doing? I just want to come and tell you how mannerable your kids were. And because of that, I want to do something for them. Not you, them. I want to pay for their meal. Here's the receipt. And I also paid for four desserts for them. I never talked to the kids. Only talked to the parents. Of course, the mother was shocked. The other lady was with him was shocked. But as I was talking to the parents about their kids, as they were coloring and doing all their stuff, as I was talking to them about how mannerable they were, and I told them I paid for their dinner, and I told them I paid, also paid for their dessert. All four of the kids at the same time. Sprouted up like a seed. And it wasn't because of the good deed, it was because somebody recognized them enough to sow a compliment. It wasn't about the monetary money. It wasn't about me trying to pay for their meal, but show them a compliment. To sow a seed in them saying, you are good. You are great. You are awesome. You are mannerable. You are great kids. And today, because of that greatness, because of your mannerisms. Today, you're going to get fertilized. Somebody noticed you. You're going to have this great dessert. You're going to be all over the 
car after the sugar hits. You're going to sprout like wings. You're going to be talking all fast. But someone noticed you. Someone sowed a compliment. Someone sowed a seed into them. And I say that to you today because that's what we ought to do. We ought to sow seed into each and every one of us so that we can sprout up, so they can sprout up, and be as strong as a mustard seed tree. Because the tree from the seed begin to provide nourishment for the birds. It helps with the wind and air that we breathe. The tree that was planted by the seed begins to give nourishment for us. Not only does it give air, not only does it give shade, not only does it give the birds and branches together that they have somewhere to go and perch, but it also reproduces more seed. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Y'all don't want me to shout like I did last Sunday. Um, That tree now produces more fruit, more seed that can go out into a world and guess what? Be planted again and keep reproducing. Just imagine if every one of us left out of here today, no matter what we're going through, no matter what's going on in our lives, if we went and sowed a seed and one other person. If it's a hundred of us in here today, that's a hundred more people that got seeds sowed into them. And a hundred more people that have seeds sowed in them. And a hundred more people that have seeds sowed in them. Then we got 20,000 people stuffed in this church. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody talk to me. Stuffed in this church beginning to look for the fertilization so that they can sprout. Amen? The seed, the mustard seed. What is the message of the mighty mustard seed? The primary message is this. The kingdom of God may have had a humble beginning, but it will expand and grow until it has a universal impact. God can take something so small and insignificant and he can transform it into something real big. He has done that with the kingdom of God. He has done that in many of you. So today I ask you, If you have a seed that you want to plant, you have a seed that you want to put in the ground, if there's something in you that you want to sow, sow it today. Pray over it and spread it out. The altar is open. You may come. You may bring your seed of life, your seed of concern to the altar. Pray over it. 
and ask God, how can I go and sow this seed into others? The altar is open. Why don't you come? I'll go. If you won't come, I'll come because I have a seed that I want to sow, and that seed is Jesus Christ. My call to ministry is just this, to meet God's people where they are, find out if they have a need, help them with the need, and then introduce them to Christ. Amen?